Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer's Sermon Podcast. The readings appointed for this sermon are from the first book of Kings, chapter 19, verse 4 through 8, Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 25 through chapter 5, verse 2, the Gospel according to John, chapter 6, verse 35 and 41 through 51, and Psalm 34, verse 1 through 8. Open our minds, warm our hearts, but also bend our wills, for we seek to hear your word. Amen. Amen. The other day while I was working out in my yard, a neighbor approached me on the sidewalk and asked me, what's the name of your Wi-Fi? She didn't ask me to share the password, but I probably would have given it to her if she'd asked. I smiled and replied, Nomad. That's the name of my Wi-Fi. It's a family nickname. I knew that was yours, she responded with a grin. I suppose I've gotten a reputation of always coming and going, unsettled, by being in one place for too long. God forbid I got comfortable. (laughs) Nomad, as loosely defined by a short sentence, is a member of a community without a fixed habitation, which regularly moves to and from familiar routes in search of food to share a nomad, a member of a community, without a fixed habitation, which regularly moves to and from familiar routes in search of food to share. A wanderer, but not a hopeless one. A few weeks ago, my nomadic ways landed me on an eight-hour high-elevation hike up an active volcano in Guatemala. Before that journey, I thought I was in pretty good shape, felt pretty young and strong, and it was a humbling experience, to say the least. Along the path to the summit of the mountain, my sister-in-law struck up a conversation with me about church. Somehow I've also gained a reputation of association with this sort of thing. And kind of out of the blue, the conversation began with the question, what is grace? I hear Christians talk about it a lot, she said, but what is it? I was grateful in that moment for the greater wisdom in the remembrance of the words of my spiritual director, Jack Hadler, who once told me that grace is something you need that you can't give to yourself. You can't earn it. You can't buy it. You can't steal it. It's just given to you. 
and God is in the giving. Grace. I relayed his words to her and continued, in the church, one way we talk about giving grace is in the sacraments. I recalled my liturgical lexicon. A sacrament is an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. It's like Holy Eucharist, I explained. An outward and visible sign, the bread and the wine, of an inward and spiritual grace. What's the grace? she asked. The readings this week made me think so much more deeply about the grace of Eucharist. The grace, I think, is that we are all like the bread that we share, like Jesus, broken and given out for the life of the world. As our reading from Ephesians pointed out this morning, we are all members of one another. So be kind to each other. It sounds so simple, and yet we have to be reminded of it again and again and again. We are all members of one another, all of us. So be kind to one another. Every week we gather here in the church to share communion, reminded of the grace that we are one, one with Christ for a purpose. The job of the church is not just to be here to get warm bodies in the pews to fill these seats. The job of the church is to be here to feed people, to feed people so that they can go out into the world in witness to the love of Christ, one who was broken and shared for the life of the world. Do not let the ethereal style of John's gospel writing leave you feeling lost. The words actually circle around the word, the word of God, the reality that when you consume Jesus, you become like Jesus. You take Christ in so that you can go and be like Christ to others. I actually think that the gospel reading for today is more brightly illuminated by the Hebrew scripture that we heard. The story of Elijah's journey in the wilderness. A prophet at odds with those in authority. An enemy of the state the scorn of Queen Jezebel. Elijah journeys to the wilderness broken and depressed, alone 
and isolated. The Hebrew word for the tree that he sits under is alone, one. Not simply discouraged, he's depressed. He lies down under that one tiny little alone tree in the middle of the desert and says, enough, just take me. I read that and I felt that. I've been there, Elijah. You've probably been there too. Enough. I can't take it anymore. (laughs) All of my efforts wasted, so much unknown. What is my purpose? I am broken. I give up. How are we going to do this? Phil's sermon from last week rang in my ear a little bit. We want to be woken up gently. And we're given that grace today. The angel wakes up the prophet gently and says, get up. Get up and eat. Elijah takes the hot cake and the jar of water and he eats and drinks and then he falls back asleep. But the angel comes for him again a second time and wakes him up, get up and eat. And then the angel tells him why. Get up and eat or you won't have enough strength for the journey. The journey will be too much for you. Again, Elijah receives the gift, and by it he is given the strength to go on to the mountain of God, a 40-day, 40-night journey. We know about these. This reading from 1 Kings, to me, is what Eucharist is like. We come and we receive a gift that we need. When we've had enough, when we give up, when we can't do it anymore, all of this, all of this that's going on in the world, we can't do it anymore and we put out our hands and we receive a gift of grace. We come here to be what we see and to receive who we are, the body of Christ. We gain strength for the journey in a shared meal in a communion feast, knowing that life is tough, tougher than a 3,000 meter hike up a volcano, and indeed, a humbling experience, this life. 
And when we come here to communion, we admit to ourselves and to God that we need strength for the journey. The grace of Holy Communion. It reminds us that we are in this together. That we need grace from God and grace from one another, kindness. Even just a simple act of kindness can be a strength for the journey. Communion, I think, is a faithful act of a Christian nomad, a member of a community, wandering about to familiar places in search of food, food to share. Today we are nourished so that we can go out into the world and share the food that God has given us. I pray that today, as you say the post-communion prayer, that you really feel that praise, that thanksgiving, and that call to serve. Our readings for today, they bring us in, nourish us, and send us forth in faith. To God be the glory. And I'd like to end with a small poem by J.R.R. Tolkien. All that is gold does not glitter. Not all those who wonder are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. From the ashes a fire shall be woken, a light from the shadows shall spring. Renewed shall be blade that was broken, the crownless again shall be king. Amen.